Welcome back to season two of Real Talk, Let's Talk. Today, we are going to be hearing from another speaker who helped us establish our virtual Real Talk event this past September. Her name is Katherine Warner, and she is a senior majoring in neuroscience. We're so excited to have you back with us today, Katherine. But before we get started, we're going to ask you a few questions to get to know a little bit more about you. So my first question for you is, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, I think I would definitely have to say teleportation. Um, so where is the first place that you'd teleport to with that superpower? Uh, well, I would use it to cut down time on like my commutes to work or school. Uh, you know, get a couple extra minutes of sleep in. Um, but that's also, fair. I'd probably use it to like travel because that's super nice. And I don't have to pay for airplanes. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely. Yes. So eco-friendly of you. <laughs> I know, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely feel the going to class thing because I barely made it to any of my ADMs last semester, so. Agreed. <laughs> and embarrassingly enough, those were 9 a.m.s for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my second question is, what's the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Um, the best piece of advice I've ever been given is to just do things that make you happy. Um, you know, you only have, like, one life. And, you know, you don't waste it doing things that are boring or make you upset. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good piece of advice. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so now my questions for you. Uh, My first one is, if you could instantly become an expert at anything, what would it be? Um, I'd have to become an expert in piano. Why is that? Uh, Just because I've been practicing and, like, I've I've been learning piano since I was really young, but... Mm -hmm. Um, I never really kind of like solidified my learning. Um, And so I've never been like super great at it. I've just been like good. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of frustrating sometimes when I'm playing and I like struggle to get through a piece. And so if I was just an expert at it, it would be better. Do you have like a favorite song or a favorite piece that you would, that, that would be like the first thing that you play? Um... I really want to get through the Moonlight Sonata really well. That would be awesome. (laughs) I hear the cat in the background. (laughs) (laughs) I think she's excited to hear your Moonlight Sonata. Yes. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. I really hope that you do become an expert in your lifetime in piano. Ah, Thank you. Yes. And my last question for you is what is your favorite flower or plant? Uh, my favorite plant is the ginkgo tree. Yes. Is that because your favorite color is yellow? Um, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the color that it turns in like the late fall and winter is mm-hmm. so beautiful. And I like how it like hangs down. It looks so magical. <laughs> yeah. So I agree. my tree knowledge is a little I'm lacking a little in my tree knowledge so could you describe what the ginkgo tree looks like uh yeah so like I said in the like fall and winter it's it turns like a really bright yellow Mm -hmm. um and the leaves are really interesting because they look like fans Mm -hmm. oh that's cool yeah and they're actually fun to clean up like I feel like when you see fall and it's like all the red leaves and the brown leaves these are like bright yellow and they don't Uh they look like squash yellow you know like that light pale really beautiful bright yellow and so it's like it's so much fun I remember we had that tree in front of my elementary school so it's very beautiful are there a lot in Georgia 
Mm. Yes. Yeah, I think so. There are a lot more um, in, like, middle Georgia that I've seen anywhere else in Georgia. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much, Catherine. Um, So the title of Catherine's talk is Before and After Moment, whenever you're ready. In our lives, we all have before and after moments, moments that change the course of our life as we know it. Sometimes there are good moments, such as getting into your dream school or getting married. Other times there are hard moments, like the death of a loved one or a difficult diagnosis. But more often than not, these moments are hard to categorize as just good or just bad. They leave a lasting impact on how you feel and how you see the world, as if all of a sudden the lighting in the room has changed. During winter break of my sophomore year of college, I had a major before and after moment, which impacted much more than I thought it would. I came out to my family as a lesbian. I came to a point where I knew I had to come out to my family because I was feeling very anxious. It was as if every time there was a lull in the conversation at the family dinner table, I could barely keep the words from spilling out of my mouth. I avoided going back home for a few months because I was afraid to let them know who I really was. And honestly, I was also afraid to accept myself for who I was. Eventually, I had to go home for Christmas, and I remember walking in the front door and seeing my family and knowing that I would say something before the night was over. Later, I sat down with my parents, and there was a silence that felt stale, as if we had existed in that same silence many times before. I broke that silence with six words. You guessed it. I'm gay. The moment that I came out to my family, I felt as if I had set a piece of myself free, a piece that had been weighing me down. It's interesting now to look back at how I evolved as a person just because of this one moment. When I was really young, I was always very happy and excited. I was full of zest for life. But around age eight, my family started to comment on how I was such a tomboy. And my mom especially would tell me to stop dressing like a lesbian or to act more like a lady. But I was eight years old. I didn't even know what a lesbian was. After that, I began to get quieter and I hardened up quite a bit. No longer was I bright and cheerful, but instead I was mean and cold. Hardening myself like this protected me from the homophobic things I heard from my family. Not necessarily directly to me, but sometimes I just happened to be an earshot. I pushed away those around me by being grumpy and eventually slid into depression in middle school. I stayed like that until I was in college. Even Even during my first semester of freshman year, I was still grumpy and depressed. But one thing changed. I started making friends with people who were also some flavor of gay. One of my first friends I made in college called me Grumpy Cat all through our freshman year, but she can absolutely testify now that I am no longer grumpy. Being surrounded by people who were similar to me helped me a lot to come out of my shell. I was able to see that they were thriving by being honest about who they were. They walked around in the clothes they felt comfortable in and they wore their hair how they wanted to wear it. Not only did they help me understand who I was supposed to become, but they also supported me on my journey of self-discovery. Eventually, my internal homophobia dissipated and my shame fell away. I could finally be who I was meant to be. However, even now when I talk to my family, they still see me as who I was before I left for college. They don't even know the real Catherine. They only know pieces of who I am. That is okay, though, because even though there are still some offhand comments thrown around occasionally, it doesn't bother me as much as it used to. I'd be lying if I said that the comments don't hurt at least a little bit, but now I have so much more confidence in who I am as a person because I know I'm no longer lying to myself about who I am. And I know that I have a really great support system of friends to back me up. Before and after moments are interesting because when you're in the before stage, you are still changing and growing, but 
you can't really grow much because you've come to a point where the moment, whatever it may be, needs to happen. It's as if you are a plant that's growing in a pot that is too small for it. But once the plant has moved to a bigger pot, it grows faster than it ever has to catch up with how much growth it was meant to be doing. In my after stage, I made leaps and bounds of growth, and I really settled into who I'm meant to be. I went back to that personality I had before I became depressed, and I'm once again happy and excited and full of zest for life. Even though I figured out how to embrace who I am unapologetically and without shame, I'm still evolving and becoming who I'm supposed to be, and I'm still excited to see who I become. Thank you so much, Catherine, for such an honest and real talk. (laughs) For real talk. (laughs) I wanted to um, ask you a question about something that you mentioned where, um, you know, having a lot of friends that were similar to you that were so confident in who they were um, and having them to be people that you were surrounded by helped you accept your sexuality. I wanted to ask if it also helped you accept other parts of yourself as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like, aside from my sexuality, it was also, like, the clothes that I'm comfortable in Mm -hmm. and, like, how I want myself to be presented to the world. Um, And so seeing how they were all so comfortable, like, wearing their clothes that they wanted to wear um, and, like, acting how they wanted to um, just helped me come out of my shell, really, and be comfortable with who I am. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, and thank you so much again for um, giving such a great talk. So my question is, you talked about like your evolution and your self-discovery. So I'm just curious, how do you find yourself evolving now, Um, especially with the pandemic going on? How do you, in what ways do you find yourself evolving? Um, Yeah, so like even I wrote this, uh, like most of this talk before, um, like the pandemic really hit. Mm -hmm. And... um, then I went home and I spent a while at my house and you know, a lot has changed since then. Um, I brought my girlfriend home to meet my family for the first time. Um, and it's like the first time I've ever brought anybody home. And um, my family reacted in a way that I never would have predicted. Um, and they've been like more than supportive. And um, it's just been really great. And so just seeing how they can change to accept me for who I am it makes me more and more comfortable every day um Mm -hmm. like accepting myself still and um not feeling like I need to hide anything anymore that's great to hear yeah I'm really happy for you thank you well thank you again for this awesome talk Catherine and thank you everybody else for tuning in to today's episode of Real Talk uh we'll see you all next week bye Bye. Bye.